Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. Namaste, yogis. And today's yoga question is, what is a kundalini awakening and is it safe? So I'm not going to get too deep into some of the religious connotations, especially in Western society that have been attributed to kundalini awakening. I will allow you and your own belief systems to unpack what you believe and if you have any fears associated with this idea. I personally have had my own research and thought processes about it and I've come to the concept that this is a beautiful esoteric idea that is linked with the chakra system and I do not personally believe that there's any religious connotation. I think because there's this concept of the serpent that in some Western philosophies and religious concepts that this is seen as evil or bad or harmful. And when you learn about, you know, uh, feminine energy and other practices and philosophies, you may not come to that same conclusion. So anyway, I'm going to approach this from just straight up what is a Kundalini awakening and I'm going to leave out all of those other ideas in today's yoga Q&A. You can definitely do more research independently and uh, learn a lot more about it, okay? Now I'm going to link a couple of important episodes from the past in today's show notes. One is learning about the chakra system or chakra system, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, right? Um, And I'm also going to link Tantra yoga, which we talked about that very awesome discipline of yoga, which is different from tantric, okay? Or tantric. I know, see? Tan, tan, cha, sha. Lots of ways to pronounce something depending on your dialect. Okay, so let's talk about Kundalini. Now this free flow of energy flows up through the chakra system. It leads to an expanded state of consciousness. And according to Tantra Yoga, Kundalini energy rests like a coiled serpent at the base of the spine. Now when it's dormant, This energy flows freely upward through the seven chakras, which are the energy centers, and leads to an expanded state of consciousness, which is known as a kundalini awakening. Now, for some, this experience can be blissful and filled with feelings of love and a sense of interconnectedness. And for others, it could actually be really scary, like a psychotic break. Now, some people believe that this is very close to experiencing nirvana or the highest awareness of, you know, having this complete open consciousness. Now, rather, you can actually get to that place without being, you know, a devout monk, 
is maybe open to interpretation and individual practitioners experiences okay so not something you can technically stumble upon but I definitely found this really fun article from thought catalog that gives you 16 signs that you may be having a kundalini awakening really I think this is a fun way for you to ask yourself are you woke right <laughs> so Back to the Kundalini awakening, a lot of people believe that you have to practice deep meditation and pranayama practices in order to even have this awakening. Other people believe that it's something that can be brought to your life because you are in tuned with that higher vibration. So really, again, just depending on what is your path and what is your experience. Now, this reminds us that consciousness is far vaster than most of us have ever imagined. And it can seem overwhelming and disorienting. But think about it from this way. This is sort of like that quantum physics concept, right? We are all living in different dimensions and we have different ways of getting to places and some may get there some may never have this awareness or awakening and if you are lucky enough to even experience a kundalini awakening then yes maybe it can feel like bliss or nirvana or maybe it could feel like a straight up psychotic episode right like a really bad drug trip so who knows um they say people who come from troubled family backgrounds or have high levels of stress, things of that nature, who do not have enough emotional support, could actually be overwhelmed from something um, of this type of nature, of having this unconscious awakening. But again, these are all just ideas and it's really hard to know what's happening in the body until you are in deep practices that can get you to where you have any type of openness from your subconscious state to your conscious state anyway. But let's have a little bit of fun of this and let's go over the 16 signs that you're having what is known as a kundalini awakening or maybe just that you're woke, right? So one of the ways is, number one, is you begin to process emotional reckoning. Anything you've gone through in the past that you feel sad about, that you're mourning over, that you are sad that you ever had to even go through, people who've maybe experienced deep traumas, will start to really go back through that, right? Without the fear of, you know, triggers and um, anything coming up, just really being able to methodically be open to that experience again, right? You are unpacking, this is number two, years of pent-up energy blocks, so more of the same. But you've come to this piece where you're allowing yourself to release from it. Number three, you may feel physical symptoms such as waking up in the middle of the night or random hours, sweating, crying, or literally feeling an intense rush of energy up your spine. Four, you may feel a sudden need to make radical changes in your life, your diet, your job, the people you surround yourself with, letting go of anything that's no longer serving you literally. Number five, you become conscious of how your mind has been the sole force of holding you back from living in the present moment. 
So really just knowing that your power comes from being here and, and now, in the here and the now. Number six, maybe just starting to see that things are like lining up in your life. They're having a random way of working out. Um, things are leaving you feeling like, you know, sort of that serendipitous feeling. Just everything is just kind of making sense. <laughs> Number seven, your empathetic abilities are strengthening. You know, you're becoming more empathic. You are able to really feel other people's energies. That's a big one, I think. Number eight, you have a strong urge to be outside in nature as often as possible. Really wanting to connect back to source. Number nine, you feel a strong urge to declutter your life, your old habits, broken relationships, literal clutter. Number 10, you begin to seriously question many of the symptoms that have come from just bad structures in life. Like you're looking at the why. Why has these things happened? Maybe in your life or maybe on a really large level, like governmental, um, you know, humans as a whole. This is typically where people start, you know, worrying about the animals and the environment, things of that nature. Number 11, you experience random influxes of emotion. So really, you're just dealing with old feelings that you've really never probably addressed. Number 12, you feel a profound need to be of service to others. So this is where people want to become counselors and teachers and um, public servants and volunteers. Just you feel these callings, right? Number 13, you begin to feel angry for what you were and weren't given, for all the pain you did and didn't have to cope with, and your anger melts into acceptance. I'm noticing that some of these are really kind of one of the same, right? Number 14, you realize that life was never happening to you. It was simply a reflection of you. What you were putting out into the world was precisely what you were getting back. So probably really understanding that you can create your own reality and you are on a vibration and you want to live at your highest one. And then number 15, you feel a mystical, intimate connection with the divine. You see yourself as one with source, one with a higher being, part of that, right? You recognize the same concept in others. You really do see the light. And number 16, you realize that you cannot wait another moment to start living because life is happening right now and always has been. You begin to realize that you have denied yourself your joy by waiting for it to begin. That you are in total control of this larger, larger concept, right? And I have to tell you, I really love those because you know, most yoga practitioners, yoga teachers, those of you listening to this podcast episode are already living in this world on some bigger level. And I bet a lot of that resonated with you, right? And this is really what helps us to live a happier life of just contentment more than, I don't even like the word happiness, just being content, knowing that you 
are creating every moment of the day. Like listening to this episode right now, as I record it, I'm creating, as you're listening, you're creating within self and probably going to take it into the bigger world. So really the question isn't, you know, what is a Kundalini awakening? It's more of how do you find yourself living in the highest vibration? Really? So if you just heard my alarm sound, that wasn't divine intervention, although it could be a sign, (laughs) but it does tend to um, start to self-alarm at the same time every day. And right in the recording of today's episode, so maybe I will take that as a sign that we are woke. We are definitely in line to have this beautiful awakening. Rather, you acknowledge that it's a kundalini awakening or you just feel like you are connected. You're connected to something higher. You really see things on a deeper level and you see things clearly, you know? I love that song, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I mean, seriously, that's how it feels. Some of the stuff that I was reading off, I can see in my life. I've been on this path for several years and some of it, I just experienced in recent weeks, to be quite honest, and I had to go through a little bit of trauma in order to go to this next level, and I can see that. One of the biggest ones I think that we all can see as a human race is empathy. How do we come together individually, first, you know, the man in the mirror, to be able to really see empathy and have it and feel it and be an empath that's what really i think is true awakening i think when you can really be empathetic to others of all backgrounds people who are living the lowest vibration you can have empathy for them and people who um are at their highest which is easier to right and those who don't have voices animals so on and so forth. So I think that's the biggest one is when we all can really feel that inside, even with some of the areas in our own lives. We may think we're empaths. We may think we we have empathy, but when something is threatening your survival, your root chakra, where's your empathy, right? Can you have empathy for the other? You know, can you really turn the other cheek? That's the question. I think that's true awakening. So I implore you to ask yourself some of these questions and to dig deeper. I will probably have an episode in the future where we really, really dive deep into Kundalini awakening, what it has meant in the masses, uh, where there's been some misconceptions and why there has been some reasons why we don't always want our fellow human mate to be awakened you know what does that mean when people really do start seeing clearly you know that means that they cannot be controlled in the same way as before that we really have to have faith and believe it or not that's the hardest thing for the masses to have is faith in in each other so i look forward to that future episode that's a little bit more on my esoteric spiritual spectrum um 
but it is definitely on my list and uh, be on the lookout. Thanks for listening. Thank you for the question. I've had this question more than once, um, but I definitely appreciate it. It's been on my list and I thought this was a good episode to have it following the yoga pose breakdown of Lotus since Lotus is really about meditation. It's, um, can lend itself to the idea of kundalini awakening um so thought it would be a good time to go ahead and bring this episode in all right everyone i hope that you stay woke namaste i am so honored that you are listening to the love breezy Bree yoga podcast Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.